0: This is your city. This is your city wants to know. We want to know the background, the heartbeat of what makes up our beautiful cities. We dig into the backstories from the struggles to the successes of our local entrepreneurs, small business owners, artists, not-for-profit organizations, and the many, many people who make up the intricate tapestry of our communities. Real people, real stories, by you and for you. But wait, That's not it. I love giving my opinion. Just ask anyone who knows me. We can't get enough of the honest, gritty feedback of places that we spend our hard earned money. I'll give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of the places I eat, sleep, and visit. Disclaimer my opinion, my opinion only. All right, so come on, let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to This Is Your City. As always, this is Kim, your host, and I have some great information to give you today. As you know, I love to go out and find entrepreneurs and small business owners and learn the story of the people behind the business. And I got a great one for you today. I am so thrilled to be sitting down with a gentleman who is a part of our historical site here in Stony Creek, Mr. Bob Robus. He is the owner of Robus Greenhouses on Lake Avenue in Stony Creek, Ontario. How are you today, sir? Very good. Thank you so much for agreeing to sit down and and join us today and tell us a little bit about what you have here, this beautiful place. Thank you. Now, I have to start by saying I've driven, I've been in Stony Creek for mm, 15 years, maybe a little longer, been in Hamilton a bit, 20 years, and I've driven down this road many times. And I always thought, wow, what beautiful flowers. I never realized what it was. Right. And that's shame on me because this is amazing. It's like a little paradise tucked in the back.
1: Yes, we've had a lot of people say exactly what you're saying. Oh, I didn't know this was all in here, you know, yeah.
0: It looks like you just, you have meticulous property with a lot of flowers and a lot of beauty. It looks like the outside of
1: your home. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I built this concept with the drive through because I had no parking. So, I had to con- had to come up with a way of parking inside. Right. So, uh, people still drive in that haven't been here before. Like, where do we go? <laughs> you know, like, you know. I, I so.
0: was not expecting that when a friend told me about it. I, was, I posted something on Facebook looking for something. And my friend said, well, go to Robus Greenhouse on Lake. And I was like. There's a greenhouse on the lake. And so I took a drive and I was not expecting that. There was a gentleman that kind of like told me to pull in my car. He was like directing me. And it was just so slow motion. I'm driving, looking to my left and to my right and going, wow, this is stunning. Mm-hmm. And then they told me where to park. I got out and I'm like, I real- I have to speak to the owner of this place. This is amazing. It's gigantic back there.
1: Yeah,
0: It's really mind blowing. So for our listeners, you have been here your family have owned this property for 80 years. Right. And has it had been the greenhouse for 80 years or just your property?
1: It was always a greenhouse here. Um, I grew up working for my dad when I was, you know, uh, actually, I quit school when I was 15 <laughs> and started working here. And uh, when I became 20, which was in 1963, I bought it.
0: Wow!
1: And when that was, I was twenty years old, and when I was, and I was living upstairs with my wife, uh, in two rooms, and um, then um, and he was down here, and then um, he is your dad. Yes, mm-hmm. and then and then my dad moved out and bought another place and watered down at another greenhouse, really. And, uh, and and when I bought this, so that's what what happened. So, so I've always been here. You've
0: been here and owned this since you were twenty. Yes, wow, that's amazing. That's yep. a lot of experience in the that's greenhouse. That's
1: fifty-six years. Wow, I've been here. That's
0: beautiful. I'm just going to give a little bit of history to our listeners who don't know Stony Creek, Ontario. So this street, it's called Lake Avenue. That the Bob has been living in since it's Lake been
1: Avenue more. Drive. Lake Avenue Drive. And they changed that originally. Lake Avenue just went from the Queen Elizabeth right up to the right up to the mountain. Really, but for some reason, rather back in the day, they they ended up with a forty-two just below Queenston Road. So they changed from Queenston Road to King Street as Lake Avenue Drive. So Lake Avenue. South is uh, this way. Yes. Lake Avenue North is on the other side of Queenston. Yes. And but it's all the same street.
0: Yes. And it hooked up to the QE.
1: It did yeah. at one time. You used to drive Queen right Elizabeth
0: down. Highway, by the way, for our listeners who are yes. Who it don't used to. Area. There was
1: no service road there. It used to stop and then go out onto the Queen Elizabeth.
0: Wow.
1: Years ago, that would have
0: been amazing to see. But this area is considered a historical site, so. Stony Creek has been here since the 1700s, Yeah. but at that time it was um, Salt, no, it was Link, Salt Fleet, then it was Lincoln, and then in 1974 it became Stony Creek. Yes. Okay, so I go to Lincoln Township a lot. I'm out that way. I would never have guessed that this used to be a part of it because that's, what, half an hour away, 20 minutes away? Yeah. So Stony Creek used to be the Lincoln Township, which is very interesting to me. So 1974, Stony Creek became Stony Creek. It's a historical site, like I said, because of the 1700s. You have been here since the 1940s, yep. so there has been a lot of change. Yes. I mean, forget about the QE. I had no idea that Lake Avenue went right onto the QEW. So, can you take us back? Go in your memory bank a little bit and kind of take us back to well the early years of this. My dad, area. my dad,
1: uh, back when he owned the property from here right to the creek. There is a creek back there. It's, a lot of
0: people don't know that Stony Creek actually has a creek or yeah, had a creek. Yeah,
1: there is a creek back <laughs> there. And it's uh, like there's now Mountain Avenue, and then there's Dawn Avenue, and then the creek is back there, right? So he owned right over, actually just on the other side of the creek even. Wow,
0: that's a lot of property.
1: And then and then he, and he owned um, not so much that way, uh, but he owned up to – Uh, My brother has a house, or had a house, uh, just about on Jones Street. Wow. Okay, so that was the edge of his property originally.
0: So your father owned from Jones Street this way to up to the creek?
1: Uh, Well, no, Jones Street this way.
0: Wow. What What does it look like in your memory when you look back that many years ago to what it is today? I mean, even still... When you come down this road, you don't realize that there's a city so close by because you feel like you're kind of detached from the city. It's just it's quiet, it's picturesque, it's beautiful, it's historic. When it became historic, do you re- do you recall that when this did they have like a big? Well,
1: s- I mean, I see so much fill up. I mean, I we used to go from the back of back of my greenhouses back here, we could go all the way to the dairy bar. Wow! And all it was was fields. Yes. Okay, so that was all fields.
0: <laughs> well, even so, me, only been here 15 years, it used, half of the Stony Creek used to be fields.
1: Yeah, so, so yeah, so that was... Um, is there
0: anything that sticks out, anything that was impactful to your life during...
1: Well, my divorce.
0: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, but it's history-making, like, you guys had your property here for a very long time. Your father was well-known here. Yeah. You know, you had a lot of property. Things started to change, like... How did that impact you? You were 20 years old when you bought this place. There's a lot of changes.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, from the time I started, when I started, my dad was growing different stuff. Um, he, was, he was growing uh, cup, some cut flowers. We made mixed pans, which was for Christmas and Valentine, all these different days and so forth. And that was sort of what we did back then. And we sold them to flower shops. Right. So that's what I did. I t- we used to take that and, and sell it to flower shops. Uh, over the years, after after that, I got into um, poinsettias, and I was and uh, grew the whole place with poinsettias. And then I had spring stuff too, like so I had it that worked into having once you were finished with Christmas. Then you're into spring stuff, and then Through you're the right back into poinsettias again. So that was the way that went for a number of years, and I still dealt with all the flower shops with the, with my poinsettias and so forth. Then eventually, about uh, in the eighties, sometime um, we had w- prior to that, prior to this, we had started growing bedding plants and so forth to, to the public to sell from from here. So I did that, and then I realized that really we didn't have the parking. And at that time, we didn't go drive into the greenhouse, so we just had a little bit of parking out here and so forth. So that wasn't very good. Um, as I got busier, it was not gonna be good. So I made a, a trip over to Mrs. Jackson. I don't know if you know that, that name. They're, they're historic. Okay. Okay, her house, now is in Battlefield.
0: Oh, wow. That is historic.
1: <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, they moved it down to there. Wow. And she used to be up on the corner of Nash and King. Right. Well, I went and talked to her and she says, oh, you come in. You, I used to go dancing with your mom and dad. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, so anyway, I got along just great with her. She was in her 90s then. Um, so I started renting a piece from her to sell okay. and that expanded and expanded. I actually put a greenhouse up there right beside where the hospital is there. Mm -hmm. And that was, uh, so I was there for a number of years. And then, uh, I said to her, I said, uh, if something, when something happens to you, I said, can I get it? Can I get you to, um, that I can keep it for three years after you're gone? It's
0: something in writing.
1: Yeah. That, oh, my My son, the, the, my kids will, will be, I said, no, they won't. That's right. <laughs> no, they won't. I said, I know they will not, right? So she did. She went to the lawyers, got it all done and everything else. Well, they were furious. They come down to me and said, well, we'll get her, she's, she's unfit. You can't do that and all that kind of stuff. I said she's more fit than you are. I said. So she you was, guys, she good she luck. Was doing. You good luck with that one, right? Wow. And then I said, "Owen, if you sold this tomorrow, it would not be anything happened till for 3 years anyway." Right. So he left. Next thing she did die, right? Well, all right. So I'm there and I'm there for 3 years. Do you know they come back and rented it to me for another 2 years <laughs> after that? <laughs> I said, see, I told you. Yeah. I told you it would take that. had it
0: for five years total over there?
1: Oh, uh, more than that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: it was more than that. Wow. And uh, so I knew that I was going to lose that spot. I tried to buy it from her. I tried mm-hmm. to buy it. And it wasn't going to happen. I knew I was going to lose it. So I went and seen um, Effort Trust. And I talked to Gerald. And he says, you got any spots, uh, you know, for to rent? So he rented me one in Mississauga at Applewood and one on the mountain here at Upper Gage in Mohawk.
0: So you franchised out?
1: Yeah. So okay. I, I, I uh, no, I just had them for myself. I re- rented these spots. Great. So I, I rented those two spots and uh, started there. Well, I figured it was going to take two or three years to do what I was doing at the well, it didn't take me that long. And business wow, just boomed? Uh, yeah, it, it was just, so it, it was going great.
0: So were those so, greenhouses you uh, sold, you just grew the flowers, or you actually had transactional business at those two greenhouses? We
1: did. We grew the stuff here and other places. I actually still grow just on the edge of uh, Grimsby.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: you know, the like corn Cornaves. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I grow I grow a few greenhouses full there. We start them here, we take them down there, okay. and we get them back. And you get them back. <laughs> so that's how it's done. But prior to that, I had other guys. There was a guy in St. Catharines that I grew half of his whole place. Well, some of them were not very good growers, so I was really ticked off. So I had a salesman in here, and I said, oh, if you come across any property... Good, good property that, uh, you know, what I told him what I was mm-hmm. looking for. Well, he come back. Yeah, I got a place in Welland. Welland? Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're all yeah. over the place.
1: <laughs> anyway, so I ended up buying that place. It was eight acres. had nice. like ten times the size of this, greenhouses. Mm-hmm. So, and just at that time, my son come back, my oldest son, to work. And so he lived in the house there. There was a house there and that. So he sort of worked at that end of it.
0: a so uh, family business.
1: Yeah. That's so great. we ended up having 13 locations. Wow. We had them in Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton, Bramford, uh, Niagara Falls, St. Catharines. Uh, we had them all over. That's amazing. And uh, we're down to just one now. And then after a number of years... Uh, Brent didn't really want to be in the greenhouse business, (laughs) so he had moved off the property, bought a place in Niagara Falls, and he went into real estate. His wife went into real estate first, and they're doing fabulous in real estate. So yeah, Yeah, so So anyway. So is that
0: still there in Welland?
1: He's he's in yeah he's in Niagara Falls.
0: Is your greenhouse still in Welland or?
1: Yeah, it's not mine. I sold it. You sold it. Actually, he sold it. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, yeah. He so down to one. Yeah, yeah.
0: This one's keeping you busy, though. Oh, yeah. It looks like it. Yeah. It looks like it. And your daughter, I met your daughter, Lori, so she's helping you. So this one is still she just, family.
1: Yeah, she just uh, comes on weekends. She's uh, she's a teacher, so she...
0: Yes, but this is beautiful. And what do you plan and on... And my
1: youngest son, he lives next door. Does he help out here? No. No? Well, I shouldn't say that. I think he's downstairs fixing a water pipe right No, now. <laughs> He's, he's in maintenance and all that, so he he does. So helps. he
0: helps. That's yes, he, he does. He helps. Me, yeah, you
1: know, he helps me out. He doesn't really do his uh, the greenhouse stuff. He doesn't right do that.
0: the greenhouse stuff, but he helps you when you need help. Yeah,
1: or fixes stuff in the greenhouse or it's whatever. It's better
0: than having to go pay somebody to do it. Well, get your yeah. son.
1: Yeah, I used to, <laughs> I used to be able to do all that stuff myself. But
0: are you planning on keeping this in the family?
1: Well, I've talked to them about it. I'm not sure that they. Um, I actually have my son, my my brother's two sons working here. Okay. So it is sort of. So in So it the is family. still in
0: the fa- yes, your nephews, yeah. Yeah. And will they? Do they show an interest of taking over? Well,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Tom is uh, Tom is sort of my right hand man. He's okay. he's uh, doing a lot of the stuff. See, I go to Florida for uh, four months in the winter. Oh, and, and look she, at you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and he looks after it when I'm gone.
0: Well, that's good because your father had it, you had it. Since you were twenty, you did all of this expansion throughout southern Ontario. You had how many?
1: Thirteen, 13
0: greenhouses. It's time for you to relax and let. What-
1: like what we would do is put a greenhouse up on the on a parking lot. We sell it in there and then you have to take it down. Right. So it's uh, you know it's up and down, but they were it works. they were like hundred foot greenhouses, so that's not you know it was. I it's did a little a
0: research on greenhouses before I came here, and I'm thinking this is this is a science.
1: Yes, it's There's something you have to, to, know. to. It's something you have to know, and you know what? Even at my age, things have changed a lot. Uh, we hardly ever use any spray anymore. We have a lady that comes in. I call her the Bug Lady. <laughs> Because they bring, you buy bugs to kill bugs. Right. And that's the way of doing it now.
0: So more um, organic.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's good bugs that eat the bad bugs. So. That's right. Yeah.
0: That was going to be one of my questions with greenhouses. I was reading up on IPM, which is integrated pest management um, yep. systems that a lot of greenhouses have. Is that something you have here? or it's Yeah,
1: we do that. You,
0: you do that. And it's, it's considered floriculture. Is that correct?
1: I guess yeah. You'd call it. I never.
0: I'm learning so much when I was reading up on your place, floriculture or flower farming.
1: That's right. We're a farmer.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's and the other, the other things that are really, changing are, is all the science in the water. There's all the pH and and all the different.
0: The balances. And,
1: yeah, all the different fertilizers. The fer, some plants like one fertilizer, others like a different right. one. There's all kinds of different stuff. So
0: there's a lot to know.
1: And Tom has gotten, yeah. I never got into that as much as what probably I should have. But um, well, I've always made by with the way it was. But you know what? Uh, he's uh, he's really gets into uh, all of that stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, I think when when things change, like it's not the same. Like when you were 20 years old, it was there was soil, there was soil, there was sunlight, yeah. there was water.
1: That greenhouse there is. Completely cement from one side to the other. Wow! It's got a cement floor. In yes. The whole, the yes, whole the place. cement floor
0: because you drive right on it.
1: So when we so when we finish the season, we take power washers and clean it all out.
0: It's beautiful in there. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. But you don't have just flowers because when I came here, I was looking for things for my vegetable garden, yeah, and that's what I found.
1: We have yeah, we have veggies too. Yeah.
0: So is that something you're? You've been doing for a while. Did it just kind of? Oh happen? no, we
1: always had. We always had veggies. Okay. Yeah, when you have flowers, you have to have veggies too. Okay, you know? so makes sense. It was never a, a real big thing with us, but this year, I, I mean, whether you want to look at it as good management, which I say it is, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not biased. Though.
1: That uh, <laughs> that uh, I made a lot of really good decisions this year. One was number one, not to do the standard. Upper Gauge and Mohawk. Now, I really couldn't go back there anyway. Effort Trust got in a complaint with uh, Food Basic. Food Basic wanted my rent money and they weren't going to, he wasn't going to do that. So he said, I don't want you there, period. So you can't go back there. But I had opportunity to get to the next corner in Upper Ottawa and Mohawk and I talked to the guy and everything else we were in a preparation of actually getting that spot and I and I said no you know what we're going to put a sign up there that we're here and see how that works right. and so far so good we are ahead of last year in total from the two wow so we had this one and that one last year we're ahead of that
0: so you did make a good
1: decision. So that was a good decision. That's number one the good decision. Number two was that, uh, oh, a lot of the growers this year didn't really grow everything. They they threw out a lot of small plants and that thinking that it was going to be a bad year and everything. And Tom was at me to, oh, I don't know if we should, never I said, never mind, plant everything. We're going, everything that we've got, we're doing. We're going ahead. That was number two good decision because everything was, and we had a ton of tomatoes.
0: I can't <laughs> find tomatoes.
1: And tomatoes. You, you
0: were sold out when I came.
1: Yeah, there's only uh, yeah, there's only Roma left. I think uh, it's unbelievable how many tomatoes we had, and and that uh, number three decision was last year we grew an, an additional eight hundred fern. Boston Fern. Yes. Well, we still got a lot of fern, as you see, but I cut down 800 and decided to do Million Bells instead, which I used to always buy Mm -hmm. two truckloads of Million Bells, decided, hey, we're going to grow a bunch of our own. Uh That was another good decision because we found that we grew them as well as anybody. and uh,
0: Save your money, grow them yourself. And so, local.
1: so instead of selling the, the extra Boston fern that we had wholesale, at least we're going to get retail for the million bells that we, Amen. so that, that was another good decision. So I made quite a few good decisions this year.
0: Well, with the COVID-19, yep. just so our listeners know there was a lot of growers, like you said, that weren't, they were, what is going to happen? Nobody can come out. Nobody can go shopping. Everybody's stuck at home, so we shouldn't do this because we're going to lose money. And you said, I don't know, I think we should still go ahead and do it.
1: Well, I looked and at it this way. I said, if these people are all stuck at home, they, they're they going to want to garden. They're going to want to just get out and do what they want to do around their house. That's and exactly that's like a what no happened. Like, That was another good decision. See? So <laughs> I just look at all these things and I say, well.
0: Yeah, you're stuck at home. What are they going to do?
1: that's right. They're going
0: to beautify their property and yeah. we're going to be able to supply it when nobody else can. Yeah. And and honestly, when my friend was telling me about your place, you know, I'm not usually one to go to like the Fortinos or anything like that for those garden yeah, centers. Yeah. But I I tried everything and nobody had anything for the reason that you just said and you drive by here and it is it's like a life of its own. The flowers, the The vegetables, just everything was beautiful. Life. People were smiling. There was music playing back there, and some of your staff were like kind of like grooving to the music, which really makes you feel welcome. It makes it feel like it's a happy place. Like, who doesn't want to be here?
1: Well, one of my nephews there, it's the one that stands at the end that, yep, 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 yep. yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. (laughs) All he does (laughs) is talk, right? Well, we've had a lot of people say, oh, It's great. Yeah, it that is great. great. He just, you know, he just. Uh, and uh, it's funny because his brother uh, really wasn't, didn't really want him to come. He says, "You're going to pull your hair out with him." Well, <laughs> consequently, that was another good decision I made. I said, "No, You're I'm, not gonna, I'm, You're not gonna do, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do what you said, Tom. I'm going to. I'm going to hire. And I hired him when he was off one day, and I just to see what it was going to be like. Right. So I hired him." He got out there, he did what I and every once in a while, I had to correct him a little bit. But anyway, worked out good. I said, okay, that's good. So he's been here ever since.
0: Yeah, people love, it's called a gift to gab for a reason, because it's a gift.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he can make people, he's the first well, thing people see when they come in here. So. Well, the
1: funniest part was, is that he'd be out there talking to somebody at the car, and the cars were wanting Went. to get in, <laughs> and I'd say, Jim stop your talking and get the cars in there what are you doing <laughs> you beautiful. know and so he would it you know works, it works. yeah so he but he's been good
0: i want to ask you about the truck in the front yard was that your truck
1: yeah that's a i've had that for a number of years yeah
0: and it's a what it's a
1: 1932 chev
0: it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I was wondering that when I drove by. I'm like, wonder if that was his actual working truck at one
1: point. No, it really wasn't a working truck. Oh, okay. No, I never used it as a working truck. But I'm into these old cars. Um, Mm -hmm. I have my original hot rod that I built in the 60s. Okay,
0: now we're talking about something.
1: Yeah. It's a 1931 Ford Coupe with an Oldsmobile motor. And a Corvette transmission what? and a rear end. Also rear end. And back in the 60s, I turned 105 mile an hour and a quarter mile with that. Oh, my gosh. And I also use it on the street. So it was a car that was back then was very quick. <laughs> and it,
0: uh, where is it now?
1: It's still here sitting okay. in my garage.
0: Oh, I'll if I tell my son about that, he's going to say, please let me go see it.
1: And there's... Uh, and there's one above it that I just bought. It's a 1926 T bucket. Oh
0: my gosh! Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Are you going like, to display it, or just is it just your well, passion?
1: A, it, actually, that one I think I'm going to get rid of because I can't drive it. My leg is bad, and I can't really, I can't get in there to drive it. Mm-hmm. Drive it. it steers like this, and it's like anyway, that's a whole other thing. But uh, and I have a 1941 Ford pickup. I don't know
0: if I 1941 heard. Ford pickup.
1: Yeah.
0: I love it.
1: Uh, my daughter has laid claim to that. <laughs> so your passion wants... of
0: cars, of older vehicles. So you do floriculture, flower farming, and your passion of older vehicles. Yep. Correct? Yep. And your family's still helping out. Your nephew's the gift to gabber at the front that will welcome everybody in. Yeah. So I just want everybody to know this is down on Lake Avenue Road. If you're going towards the escarpment, it will be on your left.
1: Two doors from your funeral home.
0: Two doors from the funeral home. So lots of beautiful flowers, lots of mixed baskets, ferns. I love the ferns hanging from the ceiling. Vegetables. I mean, you got to get down here soon, though, because they truly are selling out of everything. And um, it's just a welcoming place. It's it's family oriented, and you can definitely tell as soon as you As soon as you drive in,
1: that's my thirty-one. I was
0: showing a picture of it. It's purple. Oh my goodness, it's beautiful.
1: And it was it was that color back then. And I've got it. There's a story to that. Back in the sixties, there was no purple. Nobody had purple cars. It wasn't such a thing. Except, I come across some some cars that Addison Cadillac in Toronto Mm -hmm. had painted their courtesy cars that color. So I went to them, I wanted that color for my coop. So I asked them if if I could get that color. And they said, we had that color made from a dress color. Wow. (laughs) Right? It's
0: like royalty.
1: They had that, yeah, they had that made from there. So they allowed me to get that formula and make that color.
0: So this is gonna stay here for as long as it stays here and hopefully stays in the family. You're gonna relax in Florida. I I, I think
1: I can, I can, kind of visualize that when I'm gone, they'll just turn it into money. (laughs) They're gonna sell it.
0: They're gonna sell it? I think so. It's kinda sad. It's you're part of a historical piece of Stony Creek.
1: Now, this here, I don't know if you have you ever seen my flower poles?
0: No. But when I came in this morning I saw like this gigantic tree of flower baskets. I thought it was a tree, but it's not a tree. Oh, It's so gorgeous.
1: Yeah. Um that picture there was one back a number of years ago that I did of the house.
0: Is this this house is the original house? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow.
1: I had that year that I did the those um you see those uh hoops down the dry, yeah. down there? Yeah. I had weddings. I think three or four weddings come and take pictures. There. Definitely. Yeah.
0: That's what I was thinking. There's and that
1: tree way. on the on the other side there, that's still out there. I'll be Doing that tree again.
0: That's beautiful. So how old is this house?
1: It's uh, probably the turn of the century. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if this if you're if this is the original house your dad had, he had it 80 years ago, so the house is older than that. So thanks for tuning in, folks. We really appreciate it. And like I said, you have to come down to Lake Avenue Drive. You have to come out to this greenhouse, drive through. Park your car. Get out. You're going to feel like you're in another little world for the minutes that you're here. Get to know the family. Get to know the staff. I'm sure you're going to hear some music and see people dancing around. It's a great place to be. It's beautiful. Come in the summertime, you might even get to see his old cars out on the driveway. Who knows? But those things are gorgeous. I'm going to have some on the website so you can see it. Mr. Bob, thank you for sitting down. Thank you for letting our listeners learn about you personally as the man behind the business and for letting us know where your business is. Well, thank you. And as for me, this is Kim. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Stay tuned for next week's episode. It's gonna be another great one. And don't forget, share, follow, subscribe, click. Send somebody an email, get a pigeon out there. I don't care how you do it. Let everybody know they should be listening to This Is Your City. Stay safe and stay blessed.